Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our new co-producers, Reverie, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever media stream you use, use the code KAT2017 to get 10% off your first three months. That is 10% off. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure that you turn in every Friday for Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. My name is Aaron and she talks. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hi guys. Hey, how How's, you doing? Good. How's life? Pretty good. <sighs> Pretty good. Enjoying relaxing. You know what? I can't really complain. You can't complain? No. Okay. I can't complain either. I'm actually yeah. I, I certainly cannot. That would be I mean, you're thriving in life at the age of 24. Like, <laughs> thriving. When I was 24, I was drunk upside down on a pole. But hey. Jesus. <laughs> on a pole? So, um, Kim, how did you like Platino Oasis? Because we just got back um, a couple days oh, ago. Oh, yes. Okay. Tell us. I went to Palm Springs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for? Um, for Palm Springs. I made it very, very clear that I was going for a relaxing weekend. In Palm Springs. Now, did I attend a few of the Blatino Oasis events? Sure thing. Um, but I did not go to attend that. I want to be very clear. Did I'm, you have fun? Thank, congratulations to you for your award. Thank what did you, you win? Thank you. Um, I won a recognition um, at the King of Kings brunch that was hosted um, on Sunday. So it was the last event. It was an all-white party. I didn't know it was all white. So I showed up in like a beige and denim. Um, didn't tell me either. So I had I, no idea. So you, both of you all were out of dress code. I was in tan. Our whole table was out of dress code. But multiple <laughs> people were out of dress code. Nobody was in all white, really. All white um, is a lot to ask of people, I feel in like. In the desert, in the heat. Uh, no, not doing it. Um, I wouldn't have done it. But um, no, I, I have a white dress, but it's for the club. <laughs> yeah, it's not, you know. You got a white like, dress? Like Kimberly's at the Met? No, mine is a little bit more scandalous. Uh. But I just I didn't understand it. Yeah. No, I didn't like. There's a theme beyond the theme. Well, when I she just, talked of, to Andre, of, of all the things that you could have worn. When she right, talked to Andre Leon Talley, it made sense. I saw her interview. You know, they stopped by what with did him. She say? Um, I can't. I watched everybody, so I can't really remember Kim's verbatim or like the. But she made sense as far as her being uh, scaling down. But yeah. yeah, I mean, Kim is notoriously about simplicity. I and, mean, shock and, me though. And minimalistic. Shock me, Jesus Kim. Christ. Shock it's a costume me. party. But this right. one in Don't particular, <laughs> this one in particular was all about shapes, and it's like shock me, Kim. Yeah. Shock me. Please. Show up as Gaga. You got shape. You got Tokyo in you, your back pocket. You bought the shape. Right. Give Use me it. a purple wig. Wait, wait. No, I said that. Did she not? Not all that of is, it. That's not all of it. Goodbye. I'm just saying, Allegedly. I got the fuck out of here. I've seen Kim Allegedly. as a teenager. She was fairly shapely, mm-hmm. even as a teen. She's no Courtney. Mm-hmm. So we were at, while we were in Bolton Oasis, Char, what were you doing this weekend? I was enjoying, forcing myself to enjoy Los Angeles. I've reached a point where I think that any uh, slither of temporarily get out of Los Angeles I'm taking on the first thing smoking. I, saw that I just tweet. need a break. I really need a break. I love it here, but I need a break. It's it's a lot. Let's so, go somewhere. Um, I don't know. I'm going to think about that and Let's, get back to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think about that. About but, um, going somewhere or like where to want to go? Because you don't both. Wanna... 
Okay, both. Look at her. Look, she's so but, mean. Don't watch TV with me. Don't go on vacation with me. That is not what I said. Mm. But what I did do is um, early Saturday morning, I was up at like 6.30 and I saw that Dear White People had posted on Netflix and I accidentally binge watched that. That was not the plan. But I accidentally binge watched it and I fell in love. It was way better than the movie in my opinion. That's what I tried to do. And but because people wouldn't let me just stay in the I house. I saw you tweeting about yeah, it. Yeah, because that's what... The, Really, Jason and them went um, went to check in when we got there, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay on the couch because this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I started watching. And then it was very much like Big Brother the whole weekend. Okay. So yeah. people started, like, filtering in. And they kept talking over the TV. So I was like, okay. Oh, well. God. That so was... I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to turn this off. But then I had to realize, I mean, I was sharing on, a house. Yeah. Like, you and you, you all are on vacation. Right. No mm-hmm. one's trying to be a couch potato and watch binge, binge watch Dear watch White Netflix, People. Right. Because you could have done that at home. But I wanted to get away and like, gotcha. and, you know, but um, no, I knew I was. But I do want to, I do want to point out for the masses, if you have watched it, please tweet me your thoughts. My favorite chapters were chapters two, four, five, and eight. Oh my gosh. And when you all do get around to watching the series. Part five was good. Two, four, five, and eight were my favorites. Okay. Five is good because it's a pivotal one. Okay. Um, and it gets you a little eh, but. Uh, my, um, Martin, my other co-host uh-huh. from the other show, he said he cried. On chapter five. He, he didn't tell me which episode. He told me that just the series at, it probably one, was at five. one point made him cry. It probably was five. Um, but yeah, so I did that. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, this past weekend, while you all were at Latino Oasis, I learned because or I mean. Or in Palm Springs. <laughs> semantics. I learned that uh, about the L.A. riots. I was not here, mm. of course, when the L.A. riots. I mean, I knew about oh, them. Oh, you watched the ABC doc. I watched both. I watched okay. Net Geo and ABC. Okay. So ABC had a doc called Let It Fall. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And then Net Geo had one called LA 92, which was way more intense than Let It Fall, but both were equally as good. And it gave me a front row seat to the LA riots because to be honest, I was four when the riots happened and I was not living here. So it was totally off of my radar. It wasn't something that came up in small talk in kindergarten or what have you. So um, it gave me a front row seat to a lot of the events that led up to it and I honestly can understand the bubbling over of emotions Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. even in today's climate with Alton Sterling and the Department of Justice and uh, Jordan Edwards I believe his name was in Texas who was just uh, killed by a cop there's a certain bubbling over that's met when the powers that be meet us with so much resistance, meet the oppressed with so much resistance. And it was literally fascinating to watch this series of events occur from the Rodney King beating and how that even got recorded because that was before camera phones. And it was just this random white couple who used to record like the cops driving down the street mm-hmm. and they literally caught the Rodney King thing and how that blew over and how... LJ. Well, they didn't touch on OJ because that was after, okay. afterwards. Okay. But Rodney King, remember all the cops, they they moved the trial to yeah. Simi Valley when they said that every third house was occupied. Every third house in Simi Valley is occupied by a police officer, a firefighter, or somebody working in the politician type thing. So it was perfect. And even with the uh, evidence, all of the cops were acquitted. And then the straw that really broke the camel's back was I believe her name is Latasha, Latasha Yes, mm-hmm. getting shot. And I didn't realize that there was so much beef between the blacks and the Koreans. Yes. Like, I did not know Koreans? any of this. Yes. yes. Really? Los Angeles has a yes. long history. I mean, not even Los Angeles, African Americans, because they've internalized a lot of the white oppression that, they, that they've been taught. They ha- Like, literally, you, I, I suggest you watch it. I did not mm. know that all of this was 
happening is in particular with black people and Korea, like the blacks versus the Koreans. But that's why it was so poignant in the movie Get Out to have that one yeah. Asian oh. character yeah. because there is a long history of Ding. of this. Yeah, my sister was even met with it. Not mm-hmm. to get to you know whatever, but my sister is dating an Asian man and his parents. She she said that I mean they they're cool now, but at the oh beginning. Boy. There has been some hesitance, right? Mm-hmm. Questions. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So crazy. people who are older, probably like fifty plus, have always asked me if I say like, "Oh, I'm from LA." They always ask me like, "How is the climate? How is, is the violence?" And I grew up in Riverside, which is an hour east of LA. Mm-hmm. And also, I was a kid during these times, and so I wasn't really like there or around it. And so people always ask me like, "Well, how was your growing up? How was the gang? Is there Crips and Bloods? Can you wear this?" And I'm like, "Cause well, for so long, for for people right. like me who are from Chicago, right? That's when what you think LA, you, it's literally black and white. You right. think Hollywood, and you think the East Compton the Clovers, right? Like you don't think the Valley and Van, like you mm-hmm, don't think mm-hmm. any other, you know. Right. And so I thought that that was really interesting, and I learned an interesting fact about Korean men who were guarding their turf. Every Korean man was required to join like the army when he was like. 13. So every Korean man that was over here who had his gat loaded and was ready was like trained. So it was literally, and I didn't realize that the Bloods and the Crips had made peace and come together to fight the resistance. Like it was, it's really fascinating. So if you all have. It was a strategy. It was not just black people tearing down their own community. No, it was was not. Absolutely a resistance involved. And I recently saw that that they're planning, I need to get the date, um, they're planning an impeachment march here in in Los Angeles. And so. (laughs) For who? Donald Trump. Oh, for I didn't know if it was. A, <laughs> no, I did not know if it was. I didn't know if it was local. No, no, no. They're planning. It, it, it's a locally done one, but it's right. But it's for yes. the na- for yes. the nation's yes. leadership. Did you guys I didn't see Hillary's uh, speech yet? I did. I did. It was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw clips from it. I didn't mm-hmm. see the whole thing. She's lost weight. I didn't notice. I, I didn't did. either. I, I was did. focusing on her content. I, I, her, I saw both, but she's a lot more. She's lost weight, now. understandably. That's the misogyny that, that she was talking about, Jace. Why are you focusing on what she looks like? You don't talk about Donald Trump. I'm just, just I'm totally. I was kidding. about to say, he I right? Know. I was like, totally, Kendall, totally kidding. Because when you when you suffer a big L, it goes the t- typically your weight swings on the pendulum. Either you're going to gain an excessive mm-hmm. amount of weight, or you're going to walk in looking like Skeletor. Yeah, and she looks good, but but I think it was crazy just watching her speak. I was just like, wow, and she's not the president, and we're still dealing with this. I don't even like to think about it, honestly. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's not a good it's time right now. It's what these people deserved. It's I like I'm already. It, it's what they deserved. It's like I'm already stressed, and then you want to couple that with living in Trump's America. I just can't right now. But she's part of the resistance. I can't. Yeah, right she now. is. I like that she said that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so yeah, that's what I was up to. You guys don't have any fun stories from this weekend. Um, None that are safe for on air. I mean, I had a great time at Blatino Oasis. Right, you didn't say what you you asked Kendall, and I I shared what share share some some tea. Um, Blatino was good. Um, I saw a lot of people I haven't seen in a while. A lot of people from I know from the East Coast, DC, Philly, uh, New York. They flew out to California, I just so I was didn't able to realize see them. It was that big of an event. Like, oh yeah, it's a situation. When I was told me people either. were flying out, I was like. Really? Weren't y'all just in Vegas <laughs> last right. month? For the T2T? Right. Damn. Mm. Um, but it was good to see people I haven't seen in a while. A lot of people I know, I know from like Facebook and Instagram. Joe Hawkins, shout out to him, who organizes the event. I've been in communications with him for... Oh, sorry, guys. I thought my phone was on silent. Mm. <laughs> um, Joe, who organizes the event, 
uh, he was there. I never met him before face-to-face. And so it was kind of good to meet him face-to-face and talk to him. And he's the one who's been doing Latino Oasis for, I want to say, 20 years. Okay. So And it started off kind of, it's like, if you guys don't so know what, what that is. So what is the point so, of Latino Oasis? So Latino Oasis originally started as a way for black gay men to go to the desert and just live well, their lives. Afro-Latino men. Afro-Latino, excuse me, because Latino Cause I'm like, is, if it was black, just black, black men, Latino. Why you got Latino? Is, right, is that right, more appealing black. out here? Kendall's giving me the space. So because it was, I, it was it, because as be, as an attendee, uh-huh. I would, I'm 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 now interested to know what was the intended because purpose. Because 20 years ago, black and Latino men couldn't live their authentic lives sexually or whatever. Especially case not in the in the conservative desert. Well, it's in the desert. To be well, away from home. So black is this because black people and Latino people, a lot of the times, were overlooked and excluded from regular pride? This is kind of like one of yeah, those type but things. but it kind of started off with, like, you know, just kind of building a fantasy of, like, your favorite porn stars and stuff like that. And a lot of the backing, when it first started, a lot of the funding and sponsorship came from these porn companies. Because that was the Didn't only... did this one? So it's yes. Freaknik. But they canceled in Atlanta 20 years ago. No, it's Platino Oasis. It's, it's but it's, it's the gay freak Nick. If we're gonna, if we're gonna, you know, whatever. It's a way based but on it what was, my eyes saw. Based I, on what Jace is describing. Based on what my eyes saw, I agree. I don't know. What freak you better Nick head is, on to the freak honest. Nick. Shout out to Lil Kim. I don't know. I a lot of people I see there, like I see in a day. Because you just basis. said that it, it started out as a celebration for Black and Latin X men like, to come together. Themselves. Yeah, but there were also porn stars and porn companies. It's, it's always it. interesting to me that liberation involves this hypersexuality, and I think, and, and, and it's, that's it's, in the culture. It's not a knock. It's not a knock, and it's no judgment. But to me, it's it, a part of the issue in the misrepresentation of Black and Latino oh, absolutely. gay men. And so, I would love to dissect that on a later date. But that, <laughs> well, we can do it now. That, <laughs> we can. We can. We can. <laughs> But but th- that that is why like for me it's it's I I'm like okay I didn't intend because that was I, that's not what I ascribe to I have no mm. I have no desire like some like that night when you said I was yelling at you because I was oh, oh yes oh <laughs> yes do he tell. Is yelling at me Chase I'm ready to go I'm tired I'm and like because and on behalf it was it, there was nothing for me. It was it was just You didn't know what you signed up for. No, I yes, did. She was there 2 years ago with me. I went for a day. Oh. Uh, but Did I, we go for a day, Kendall? I mean, what are you doing? Um, I'm asking a question. I, went, I knew what I was going. I knew what I, like I said, I, I intended to stay in the house. So when I went to a night festivity and this specific night festivity, there was nothing more. It was six o'clock in the morning. I was ready to go home. Jesus. And I forgot because we had went to a club. Then we got to the other place at like. Did Jace laugh in your face when you said you were ready to go home? Listen to me. No, Jace was Jace was nowhere to be found. And every oh. time, and every time I did find him or text him, I got a I'm coming, and it ended up in a thirty minute delay. <laughs> in thirty minute. Why didn't you just catch up? Was it too far for? He was. I had he paid was for tweeting the Uber. me. I had paid for the. Uber. I was <laughs> tweeting, oh. smoke signaling me, texting me, FaceTiming me. I don't blame <laughs> you. All caps. Because, Jace, because I got I memes, emojis in the first place like we had yes. we had hung out all day and then yeah. we got back to the house we we were all of us were on the fence if we were going out that night and I was real I was the last one to get dressed okay because I knew I didn't want to do this but I was told that we weren't going to stay out all night so I went and here it is 6 a.m. and your last nerve I had is paid shot. a $30 Uber the earlier in it the day like because it was so far so why was it so much because the, the place we got was, oh my was God. far from, That's whoa. the whole other conversation because I'm yes, so custom on Airbnb. $30? I just clutched my pearls and stood aghast. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Um, so, so nonetheless, I had a, I had a fantastic time. That's the group, good. The group you all guys, look like you had a, a blast. The group of guys were, were awesome, fun, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. we had fun. You all look like you had we a had blast. Fun. I was all up, you know, I follow a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I saw different versions of different snap yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. a, and when I, you know, when it's a culmination in my head, I'm, I was able to piece, piece puzzles. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, th- These guys had fun. You got the yeah. vision. Yes. yes. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll go. Just not, I'll go to wow. Palm Springs, Amiga not to Latino Oasis. And we can stay in the house and watch their white people together. No, if I go to Palm Springs, I'm going to be getting black. I'm going to be right what? out there by the, can well, we wheel, can we hot. wheel the TV out to the pool? <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Is it AT&T U-verse? Ain't that the commercials where they can do all of that? Yeah, that's a, that's a sham. I'm just saying that I will, I won't be going personally to Latino Oasis because I know my, I know my nerve limit. I think we all do it in this Room. Oh no! You would have been angry and, and miserable, it's, and it's not anything for me. Can, that it's can, not for that, me. That gif of candy yelling all the lies. Yes, that was me. Oh, oh it was hilarious. I was screaming because I'm like, I was. He with didn't my care. Friend. I, I, he was with his friend. His friend. Oh, your your new boot potential boot thing. Hold on. <laughs> I've heard whispers. Yeah, the streets talk. You can call me out yes, on my shit. Do. I can I'm call getting, you out I'm on yours. I'm pictures sent to me last night talking about where did this come from, but that's a whole other story. Be careful what you do in broad daylight. I mean, I'm fine. And now we're going to get into the LGBT corner. So the corner today, um, so shout out to Reverie, our um, production studio, our co-producers for the thing. And this, actually <laughs> last year, I met Reverie at the Outweb Fest in Hollywood. And so this is their second annual, this, that was the actual official launch um, okay. to launching the platform on there. So if you guys, again, KAT2017 is the code. Download the app. It's only five bucks a month. You get 10% off uh, for three months when you download it. But they have an Outweb Fest coming out on May 12th, 2017. It is free, it's in LA. Um, so the opening night is going to be at the YouTube um, YouTube studio in Playa del Rey. Yes, um, down in near Kendall's territory. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. No, that's farther than that. Yeah, it is further. Yeah. I've been to YouTube space a few times mm-hmm. to do some projects. Yeah, but they got great the people. Play. Yeah, Tyler Beautiful Oakley. building, far. The Lakers play there. They practice there? Practice. Oh, at YouTube space? Okay, Jace. The neighborhood. Oh. Boy, come here. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is a basketball stadium? That's cute. Yeah, but Tyler Oakley's coming, Ari Fitz, uh, Gigi Gorgeous, uh, Kiss and Tell favorite, Amber's Closet will be involved. Um, and they're actually doing a screening with the YouTube Red. Um, it is, this is everything Gigi Gorgeous. Her so, doc. Her doc, yeah. And that's so plastered all I'm over sure you see, Los Angeles. Right, the billboard. It's like the water with the hair. She's and blonde. she has uh, the, the ads. If you click on certain YouTube videos, it's it's an ad. Oh, she sure. has like a full preview. She's like well involved. I'm excited to see that. I'll yeah. be there. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah. So if you want tickets, it's free. Um, it's outwebfest.com. And it's put on by Reverie Studio. So shout out to them. And congratulations on, on your second Outwebfest. Mm. So that's, that's our LGBT corner for the day. And by the way, guys, we have a special interview coming up later in the show. Uh, Monique Samuels from the Housewives of Potomac will be here to join us. We have a cute little interview with Potato her. Potato Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know where Potomac was for the longest time when it first came out. When they first announced the franchise, I was like, 
Excuse me? <laughs> what the fuck is a Potomac? <laughs> but, but I didn't even know how to pronounce it. But I put it together because of the P- Potomac River in D.C. Yes. And I was like, oh, this must be Virginia or Maryland. That ain't my territory. Yeah. It, it reminds me Call of... Call me when they do Real Housewives of Nat- Natchitoches. Natchitoches? Where is that? <laughs> is that in Oklahoma? No, it's in Louisiana. Northern Louisiana. It's spelled like Natchitoches. So if, I, if I show you how it's spelled, that sounds you're like going to be like... Sickness. It's spelled like <laughs> Natchitoches. It's like 27 letters, but it's pronounced Natchitoches. Oh, well, I don't want to go there. That's like it's contagious. Best Popeyes I ever had. Contagious, Natchitoches. Um, like the water in the Natchitoches. Yeah, like it's contamination. Natchitoches is nice. You all would like that. We should go. Is that where you want your vacation to go? I might. No, never mind. I'll save that. <laughs> you going to save it? It's it's not relevant. So let's keep on, on task. Okay. But okay. yeah, you all stick around for that because we, uh, we pre-taped it and we had a lot of fun with Monique. Yeah, Monique. And this is actually my one of my good friends from college's older sister. And so she's on the show. So it was kind of a pleasure to have her. So she's family. She's family to kiss and tell already. So she involved. So Kendall, are you going to get into your, um, your topic of the day? Yes. So last week, um, there seemed to be some, some surprise in the fact that I said that I date to marry. <laughs> Did you get a lot of feedback from that? Well, I'll say surprise. Your homegirls text you? No, no, no. I think I I surprise in the room from my fellow co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it it made me think. Okay, well, whatever. First of all, but secondly, um, <laughs> what are some of the qualities that we look for in our potential partners at the age of twenty nine, twenty nine, and twenty four? Why are you shouting our age? I make my age no secret. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, looking into serious partners and building lives with people, like what are the top three qualities that each of you would say that you need, that you require in a future serious partner? <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, to clarify, um, what I had said is that I don't necessarily date to marry. I said if we get married, if I'm dating somebody eventually down the line, then like, sure. Well, let me clarify. Because when I <laughs> when I said that I date to marry, it's not this we go out on the first date and I'm ready for a ring. Oh, I know that. Uh, what I'm saying is that if I don't see any potential in you being a long term commitment, and you're just, I'm done with the whole play play. Let's just play house or or let's just see where things go type of thing. So that's that's all I was saying. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. I mean, but you still held issues, so I'm just I didn't hold any issues. I was saying where I was coming from. But what my (laughs) things are, um, I love someone who is responsible and consistent. They need to be. Is that one? I put it as two. I mean, I put it as one. Okay. Because if you're responsible, you're consistent. (laughs) You you agree, Shark, correct? Um... (laughs) Don't feed her. <laughs> Look, no, I, I had five no, down. I had to start crossing off things, so I, I made could, it one, okay? I could, I could see how, how he got to that conclusion. I had five. Because if you are responsible, then you would be consistent. Mm-hmm. Irresponsibility would lead to inconsistency. And that's with everything. Communicating, mm-hmm. your bills, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. paying the lights, all that stuff. So be consistent. Okay. Text me every day. Say, hey, boo. Um, I put, don't be too deep. Oh, because so, I'm serious. What because okay. what does that mean? Expound. I'll tell you what that means. So I have been in situations or situationships that have not gone anywhere because it's like this over 
saturated emotional situation. I'm just like, boo, I just like you. And, like, we could figure it out on the way. Because, like, who I am today is not going to be the same person as I well, am how do you know you're not? Now. How do you know they're being too dense and you're not being... I mean, how do you know they're being too deep and you're not being just too dense? I'm probably maybe too dense, but it needs to be a balance. I'm not a deep person. I don't like, like, poetry and all that. Like, mm, like don't send me no honeysuckle... I'm sorry, Cheryl. I just don't. No, I'm That's listening. I'm listening. I I'm respect very simple. It. If I like you, I like you. And I, I will tell you it. that. And I'll be very vocal about that. See, but but I, if I it mean, has to be some like complex situation to you loving me, that's right. Well, that's I mean, because love love isn't that simple, though. I mean, but I think... Mm. I think it could all be so Like, simple. I'm not looking for the Olivia Olivia Pope type of, of difficult love. Which relationship? Which I'm, she 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 <laughs> craves. Jake she's Fitz? made it very clear that she wants a difficult love. Yes, she does. She makes shit so, hard for she, herself. <laughs> so I'm not looking for that. But when you say deep, I'm not that deep. I feel like that can be a little bit dismissive of of people having emotions and you not necessarily being there to meet them for their emotions. And I, but I have said, and I've said, I think I said I it on the podcast Kendall. or in a personal conversation that I am trying to. Heard it a to, couple times this weekend. Oh, because my friend. Um, heard it, this about Jace? Out of his mouth. Yeah, because I'm trying to be more receptive to people's emotions. Yeah, and me, I think and that that's key in a relationship too. I wish my man, if I was dating somebody, I wish my man wouldn't be receptive to my emotions. Mm, Why are we here? But some people don't do that. Th- then you ain't the man for me. Right. So I am. If you can't, I am taking. If a you stand can't emotionally staying, show up for me, what are we even doing? Because, exactly. Why are you here? <laughs> what are Why we are even you? Doing? Because you can't say. Because again, because is, I love you, boo. But you don't. But you don't. But you don't. You can't. I don't love you. If you start crying, you're a king. Like if I, if you start crying, I'm gonna walk away. No, I did not. Not say I'm gonna walk away. I just don't know how to console you. I never said I was gonna walk away. No, he didn't say that. It just makes him uncomfortable. It makes him it, uncomfortable, and that's fine. But, but that, that doesn't mean ma- that you wouldn't show up. I show up. All the, I will show up too. But I am trying to. I'm saying I'm a crier. Give me give me props because if some people come up to me and I don't know what they're talking about, I will dismiss it. All I'm pushing and I'm back saying, on is the too deep. That's it. Yes. But if, I'm saying if it's if it if you loving me is being blocked by some. Overthought. You're I, not. You're saying you're not willing to work through that. I can work through that, but like, but don't, but don't delay what's going on. You with can't us police that because you can't I, police that. I worried that I worried that too deep meant like like somebody that was like too woke and like had. Oh to, Jesus! I would have like, had to leave like, the so, studio. So I just, <laughs> no, no, no. I stay woke, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. <laughs> So I was so I'm glad that you clarified what two yeah. woke men. What's yeah. your third third part? So my third one is you must love yourself, and I think Learn that's huge because I love myself. Yourself. I think you should love yourself too, and I think relationships are built to enhance each other, yes. not add to not you're add, supposed but to be an, an attribute. I'm not yeah, supposed, to supposed to make enhance. you. I'm yeah. not. You're not supposed to be a crutch. Yeah, right. So um, love yourself. Though. Mary said you need to love yourself in the new album. Yes. Love yourself before you can Shout love yourself. By the Mary way, her doc was so good. The doc. It was really good. I love the doc. I stayed up mm-hmm. late last night because it came up it came on really late for the West Coast. Yeah. I, saw the I watched with East 11. Coast. Um, I saw that. So I, was re- I had to like scroll past you. Um, really but it good. was very good. It made me, I mean, I love the album already, but it gave me a whole different look. And I just love her vulnerability for 20 years. She's just been yeah. that person. Yeah. Strength of a woman. Char, what about you? Um, you came in here glowing can you remember, a right, few weeks ago. Yeah. So I just wondered. So what you trying to say? I'm dusty <laughs> today? <laughs> that's, 
No. No, you're still no, no. today, so he's obviously still around. So I'm just so I wonder, does this you don't have to answer this, but I just wonder, does this person um encompass some of those? Is qualities? this person still around? Okay. I said she didn't have to answer. So you I, just... but I will. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yes. Thank you. Um um and he you know what? What's the question? Run that by me again. <laughs> But what what was what you were talking it, about? I mean again? it is it is hot in the studio, but there's other reasons why Shar's hot. Run run that um, by me again. I said now moving forward in your dating life, mm-hmm. um, it's a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. What are the top three qualities that you require in that man? Well, for, for, one for sure is to damn sure be there emotionally for me. <laughs> that let's just get that established, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and the person I'm not date to be clear. I am. We are just friends and we are having fun. I wouldn't say that we are, um, you know, is it something about the D word that I'm not yeah. ready to stamp on it the yet? The D word. Dating. Okay. Um, that I'm not ready to, <laughs> that I'm not ready to stamp on it yet. I was like, so, oh. uh, oh, Jace, <laughs> what, mean, I, what would I do without you? Um. So, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> a little so spicy. I would say uh, emotionally available because I need, I would need it. I'm, I believe in recipro- reciprocity. Mm-hmm. So um, okay. I'm there for you. You're there for me. Like not every day is going to be a good day. We all know this. This is just part of the lived human experience. So if you're having a bad day and you want to call and vent to me about it, and even if I'm not in the mood, I'm still going to show up for now, you. Now, if they articulate something that they that they're in a bad space and they really can't can't handle your bad space today, how how will you react to that? I think I would honor that because I've okay. been there. Okay. I've been in those shoes. Okay. Yes, we li- Look, I don't want to fucking be bothered I'm, today. I've been binging. You know, I'm off this week, so I've been binging some shows that I'm late on. Mm-hmm. So I was like two episodes behind on Greenleaf and I, that, ep- that oh. the, the most recent Amen. episode. <laughs> the most recent episode, you know, like um, Kevin and, and what's her name? are Kevin getting, and Charity. Are getting a divorce. Ooh. And, and, and sh- Kevin's going to end up with the lawyer. We got to watch up tonight. It's good. Um, and 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 Charity wanted her her ex her current husband her estranged husband there um, for her. Charity sister's wants her cake. Moment. And yeah, and she wants does. To eat it but too. he said, like, I don't, I can't be there for you in that yes. moment. And so I was wondering. That's well, what for me, that for me, because I'm not, uh, I'm not your typical round the way type of gal. Because I do know me, I know myself, and all that I can deal with. If I called Bay to vent about something, and he said, you know what, Char. I just can't. De- I, I've had a day, and I can't deal with this. Don't you right think now. it's so important in the way that they let you know that, though? Oh yes, it, I think that. No, it depends on how you communicate. You ain't right. just hang up the phone, and then oh, two no. days later, be like, "I was just going like work was too it, much." Like no, two days you later, able to communicate. Two days later, you wouldn't even be able to get in touch with me. Blocked. I'm on to the next. You wouldn't even be able to get in touch with me. That was that was hyperbole. Yes, you're gonna have to uh, find some I type of way. You have to DM you to get to me. Two days late, forty eight hours. Was after hanging up on me? Yeah, got, no, oh no! There, there, there are there are men that have had to do that because you don't. No, first of all, hanging up on me is one of my biggest pet peeves. Yes, um, I mean who who? No, but hanging up on me is like who? Like a it friend hanging boil. up? It, it truly takes me somewhere else. It's immature. Um, um, continue. But so yeah, I would say Wait. that. Did, how many did I name? I'm, like, I'm about to say, what are we on now? She's on two. <laughs> two? What did I say? You said emotionally available. 
Um, could cater to your emotions. Cater, oh, are those two separate well, ones? No, those are the same one. Oh. Um, financially stable. Okay, that's okay. Fair. I mean, I like someone. I mean, we can do tug of war, and I know that that sometimes comes in waves too because sometimes you have unexpected bills and things due, and Sally Mae and Navient on you, and Netflix now, and iTunes. So and if title. your man went broke, would you stay? Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, if, we it de- <laughs> if, injury, if we're being honest, it depends on how much I like him. Y'all okay. If I don't like you that much, then you know. But that's not to say that I'm with you strictly because of finances. But when when finances dry up, sometimes the relationship can too, because that's an emotional bearing. Love is not enough. It's not. That's that's the most crucial part. And I think what's love got to do with it? Yeah, I think that people when when finances come into play. And men with the egos and the pride, and I even say women because I'm very prideful mm. when it comes to my own p- purse. But sometimes that can take an emotional toll on the entire, the rela- well, on the, the entire situation, yeah. the entire shebang. I actually had um, a couple friend, heterosexual, uh, cisgender, and the guy lost his job and then ended up breaking up just because he was stressed out because being it a man, happens. he it couldn't. Happens. And then people, and you're not going to load that on me every people day. People from the outside looking in might te- view that how they want, but for me, it has nothing to do with with gender roles, with or, gender roles, or even or even I'm leaving you because I I was only I was only with you for the money. But the, again, love is not enough. So if there becomes a bearing mm-hmm. on me that I've taken care of what I'm supposed to take care of, I'm not saying this is first a, a deal breaker. I don't like but, you, and you broke. Bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I can stop liking you because you're broke. I, I, that is possible. <laughs> oh, that's Lord. possible. That is possible. But see, but I don't see that happening in in, in this. In the, it's in, more in, complicated than how you avoid the relationships that we're talking about here. Because if I'm because if you can lose your job and still be an ambitious person, mm-hmm. and I don't believe you'll be unemployed that's or, what, or 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 so the broke mentality. Another one. <laughs> another <laughs> one. Sunny. The broke mentality. No, that's what it is. So because to me, if I'm you lose your job, because you, uh-huh. I'm gonna believe you're gonna get a job in right. two months. And it's hustler. fine, you know. I believe okay. I'm behind you, I like that. but if I don't see, if I if, if I, I see I, no effort, if mm-hmm. I'm working this new nine to seven, and I come home and you haven't applied for a job, what are you? What are we doing? <laughs> no, I see that. That's that is it's what the Brooke I, mentality that makes you. Yeah. I well, no, it. and it's I like a man that can hustle. So <laughs> right, if you lose your job, if you lose your job today, <laughs> I need a soldier. and you you know what? Sometimes I'll give you forty eight hours to cry it away, drink it away, hello, because that that sit shit, in it, sit in it. it, it, it in it's it. a lot Absolutely. to get fired. Absolutely. Take it from a girl who has been fired. It's a lot. So. uh I'll give you, you know, that time that you need, that space that you need to heal from that. But we ain't about to be, it ain't about to be no uh, six-month binger on the couch. Nah, baby, we need to get get up, wash them balls, and get out there and hit them streets. Put on and your get suit. in them interviews. Put on, put on your suit. suit and walk Iron into the it. finish line and so, get you a retail position until you figure out what you're you got. Doing. Right, you got to make ends Come on, meet. Macy's. So I'd say financially stable, emotionally available, and... Um, <laughs> This one may sound fickle, but I always talk about it. Uh, hygienic. Yeah, you I don't do. want no nasty ass man. If you don't know how to, if if you got skid marks in your drawers, if you got, if you don't know how to wash I behind mean, your scrotum, it is so common. Your ears dirty. Ugh. You got uh, dirt under your like. I it's something Ugh. about that. So like, could you fix that for somebody? Like if you I'm, went into the relationship listen, and they had point one and point people, two. People aren't projects, Jace. <laughs> Okay, people but are not I projects. understand that, but hygiene is something you should people you can have address. Their, people have their non-negotiables. Now, I was recently dating. <clears throat> <laughs> Let me sit up for this one. I try to drink. I'm, it away. 
both y'all today just choking. There was there was someone that I was I was involved with, uh-huh. and I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm about to... <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take that out. I just thought about a story that Kendall told me from back in the dizzy. Woo! You know, with well, hy- hygienic. I'm interested to because I, I'm clear. Y'all known each other for like two years, and it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, so, and just and it wasn't his personal hygiene was like I mean, in far in terms of his body, mm-hmm. what never was alarming or problematic. But in when again, when I'm thinking of like future. Mm-hmm. We're gonna sh- we're gonna inhabit a space together, mm-hmm. and these are things that I'm like, well, I can't, I don't want to be with somebody, move in with them, and then tell them, did your mother not, t-? you know, like, and have to change. People are not projects, not. so things like that. It's like it's not a deal breaker per se, but it makes me, it gives me pause because I, it's like it's like, why is your tub? You know, it's just certain things. I've, I've <laughs> cohabitated before. It wasn't before. repulsive. It was not. It was just things that I know for me. Why I, is there a ring in your toilet? Yes, because for mm. me, where's the scrubbing bubbles right, in here? Right, it's so simple. You get the Ajax in the on the. Now, well, would you ever, judge me? That. Would you judge me if I if I said that I was willing to overlook cleanliness in the home <laughs> over cleanliness on your body? No, because I can tackle the home. Not not That's what I'm not saying. to go. I've into cohabitated it. before, and my job because I'm a clean. No, I'm not clean. I'm behind any. Body, you need to come in with your body clean and your place clean. What I'm saying is, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't subscribe to that gender role of me washing the dishes and scrubbing Just around the toilet. Just follow the rules. Put your keys in the thing. But and I am put your stuff over there. I am more so, and I make no apologies about this because you just gave me something to think about. I would be willing to overlook a ring in the tub over a ring in those drawers. Absolutely, that's just me. <laughs> Absolutely, that's no, just exactly. me. Exactly, and that's why I say like it was a thing for me. And it's like, well, I don't live here, so your 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 space really isn't my concern now. But it could be. Yeah. Our space will become a concern. And it, it, if it's like the laundry's everywhere. I don't mind junkiness. But so if you're dirty. I don't mind junkiness. I, dirty, if you're dirty. I'm junky. We shouldn't have pizza boxes floating in no, the sink. No, no, no. No, 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 That no, episode no. of Friends, won't, Ross will not be me. Can't relate. So those are my three things. I would have to say hygiene, financially uh, available, financially responsible, I'll say. Mm-hmm. And uh, emotionally available for me. What are your three? Yeah, what's, what's up, Kendall? My three. I'm curious. So first and foremost, it's just a good person, like a good moral compass. And that means in terms of not only how you treat me, but how you treat uh, the waiting staff, how you treat mm. how you treat other people, strangers. It's, That's good. It's huge for me. I, it's such a reflection of me if we're going to be together. Because you're and an it, extension it, of and me. And it makes me cringe to see people mistreat other yeah. people. Um, I hate seeing that too. It, I, I've seen a lot of that. Not to beat up on Los Angeles, but do you check I your friends? I didn't see. I absolutely. have. I have. Absolutely. Oh, one of my friends, I absolutely have gotten his ass. And mm-hmm. Char will tell, walk behind me and be like, "You're an asshole." Where I, where you well, know, because you know, Kendall gets to doing that hand thing sometimes. But I've witnessed most of that in um, <laughs> L.A. I will say that Chicago, I didn't really. I'm like, oh, the like you don't see. But in L.A., it's so blatant, like, <laughs> like yeah, no. you know, it's so Pe- rude. Peasant like it's ooh, yeah. it gets under my skin. Um, my second one is stability, and I just mean mental stability. Mm, come on, in the room, <laughs> Jesus. Financial stability. Mm. 
all of it. Hygienic um, stability. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Whatever you can stick in front of that. Right, right. <laughs> um, just because, again, I and I made this very clear to someone very recently, actually, in terms of I, I am, as you mentioned earlier, I'm on the up and up in, in life right now. And there's going to be... <laughs> what? No, go on. No, no, no. Are we You're not all? You up are. On? Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm no, joking. No, no, I'm no. Joking. I, was, I mean, I, was I mean, put a Monique quote like I have four houses. No, wait. <laughs> no. I hope it didn't sound like that. No, no, no. no. I, mean, I was, I was playing Giselle. I'm um, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I know where I'm going. Yeah. I, I, like, of course, there's gonna You're be. Good. There's You're gonna good. be setbacks, obviously. But I'm trying to make sure that even for those setbacks, that I'm prepared and that I have some cushion, whatever that, yeah. if that's financially or or whatever the case may be. And so I need somebody that can meet me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you, your setbacks cannot be a burden to set me back. Mm-hmm. Because as as we made clear in your point as well, you're supposed to be an enhancement. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to make the person's life better, not be a burden. And yes, there are things in love that, you know, you put up with mm-hmm. um, and that you sacrifice. But again, in, in going into dating, I would need to know you have some sort of... Stuff. I don't want to Do know that you have a tech. No, and the, yeah, and the mental thing is yeah, huge. Yeah. Do you um, want to be the breadwinner, Kendall? Or do you mind being the, the breadwinner? The what? The breadwinner. I don't mind. I'm really such a giving person. I don't count I don't count money. Mm-hmm. Um I don't count favors. Sure. I don't I don't I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I don't, I don't count favors either. I don't um and so so for me, I, I, I we were talking about this with a friend recently like I uh, some sort of like solidification of a serious relationship or like a, a not serious relationship marriage is like a joint bank account for me like because that's what I've grown up with my parents have always had a joint bank account so like I, their main account or they had they they have separate accounts okay. for their own little but they still have projects, a joint but they right. have a jo- where, and the, they both where the main check goes right. to you know right, 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 right. so, so I just, you won't be calling me about the light bill <laughs> mm-hmm. right so to me that that's that's a sign of of a unity yeah, absolutely. Well, when the finances are involved, right. we got a joint mm-hmm. bank account. So, so yeah. So I don't That's, mind being the breadwinner. Like I make ten thousand more, but I can't make fifty thousand more. Like I don't know what that looks like. Like significantly more. I, mm-hmm. I just, not now. Like I you don't. Know, you never know who you no going. Yeah, who I don't you know. End up with. Yeah, I can't wait right to see now. Kendall. I can't wait for your wedding. I can't wait like this. I just imagine crying. Like, crying at Kendall's wedding. All the emotional tears. No, Kendall's gonna cry. You'll cry. I I I cry. I've never seen Kendall. I didn't think he was capable of it, honey. Kendall's like he cries himself. Other people can't cry around him. I, like, but Kendall, and I don't cry around other people. Yeah, I've right. never seen you cry. No, 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 no. I cry at the drop of a dime. And then my third No, you one. weep. I do. My third one, third and final, is balance. And when I say balance, I need you to balance me out. We cannot have two Ooh. candles. Oh, yeah. I, I always say that, too. I need a Greg oh Leaks to my Nene Leaks. <laughs> yes. And I need someone to simply tell me, like, simply tell me to sit down and shut up. Okay, Respectfully. Giselle. Right. I saw that. Yes. To, Giselle yes. Once that. a month, come and sit down. Tell me. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I often think okay. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. My last name is? Wrong. <laughs> the last name is. Uh. You know he's pulled that out of his back pocket before. That wasn't the first time he's made that quip. Um. So yeah, I need. I really need that balance, and we need to be able to to check each other and check each other respectfully. That is true. And there's no. I think we all can agree on the balance part because there's no way in hell I could date myself. Oh. Oh my God. Oh. Can you imagine a household? 
Two stars. It will be a cold day in <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> I give myself a it lot. Needs like to there are times balanced. where I look at me and I'm like, you are doing ten months. But I love myself so, and I think I'm very dateable. I think I'm very no, much so a catch. But I, I'm just not interested in dating the male version of me. No. Oh my gosh, all that talking. Ugh. <laughs> He would wear me thin. Like, do you shut up? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> what everybody always says to me. So, Jace, what's your topic? So, my topic today. So, yesterday when I was um, doing some work and, you know, writing everything, I came across a tweet um, that I saw this morning kind of went viral. Um, it was an interview with Lil... Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. Because I was like, Yachty and Joe Budden. <laughs> yes. Who we all know from Mean Girls. I know Joe Budden from Pump It Up and um, on Kelly Rowland's uh-huh. first album, Simply Deep. But you know what, Mean Girls, the house, the house party scene, a fire with Joe Budden or Buster Rhymes. Oh my God! Well, Kendall's never well, seen Mean never Girls. You never seen Mean Girls still? We no, we t- we were supposed to go over Penny's house on oh, March on Wednesday, March twenty second. Yep. And then you crashed your car. That same week. Yeah. Wow, that seems like it was just yesterday, and it was so long ago. So watching the interview, it kind of brought back some memories from different fields I've worked in before. Um, but basically, uh, Lil Yachty, who we saw on my birthday weekend at K24. We did. He was at Kitchen 24 um, with yeah, his big bodyguard. Big bodyguard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He um, sat like literally feet away from us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, I don't know his name, but I know he's some. I remember those red right. braids, broccoli. You know, with the, know broccoli. with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, with the millennials. I'm he's, having he's the 19. time of my life with the millennials. Millennials, come on, Maxine. Um, so uh-huh. basically, he's going on this interview. He's on this show that Complex has um, called Everyday Struggle, and Joe Budden is a correspondent on the show. And basically, he's asked some questions and. He's saying, like, you know, I'm really happy right now. I was in college and, Lil you know, saying Lil Yachty is saying this. And basically, Joe's like, no, you're a liar. Like, there's no way well, you're happy every 24-7. To set this up, he said that he was in college and broke and scamming cards. And now he can get any all the hoes and da 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 right, right, But what right. I did notice, which is important about words, okay, Joe challenged him and said, you mean to tell me that you're happy every day? And he said, yes, yes, every single day I am happy. And then Joe's knee-jerk response was, you're, you're a, liar a liar because no one's happy 24-7. Let me tell you about humans. Let me, but, t- let me just play the clip. But, That's what Joe said. But 24-7 is not what Lil Yachty no, said. No. He said, I am happy every day. And that that means something. That should be noted. It was Absolutely. not 24-7. Absolutely. I'm going to play the clip real quick so you guys, it's a small clip. The interview is 45 minutes, but I'm going to play a small clip from the interview. Because when I see this, I'm a bit jaded. Who are you trying to reach? Everyone. Tell me what the message is here. The message is just to believe in yourself, to, to love yourself. I'm the outcast of the hip-hop game. You know what I'm saying? These are all outcasts on this cover. That's bullshit. <laughs> but I understand it. I'm happy every day. You are happy 24-7. That is a lie. So, that, is a, that is bullshit, so, and I refuse to have somebody tell me bullshit. And, and I don't want this to come off like old nigga mad shit. No, it sounds like it well, sounds like you know you fucked up and you're trying to bring it back. Yo was not happy. Is that not what it sounded like? So the interview is 45 minutes and the first 15 to 20 minutes were kind of directed towards my actual question. But basically Joe Budden was coming from a point where he's experienced the rap game. He has a passion for hip hop and he thought that he thought that Yolati didn't have this Yolati didn't have the knowledge and the passion behind it and since he was well, young the entire if you if you watch the entire in it well i didn't see the entire interview but some of the the follow-up questions after this blow-up happened 
Um, Lil Yachty a couple months ago had made a statement that he thought Tupac and Biggie were overrated. And um, specifically... I did not know that. Specifically that Biggie was overrated. Um, and he has since backtracked and said that he shouldn't have said that and it was disrespectful to hip-hop. Um, <clears throat> and so as a 19-year-old... What I thought, what I thought was interesting about it was that I th- I, I thought it was funny that Joe said that he you don't he doesn't want to come from old nigga mad lane because that's what it, that's that's exactly that's, what that's, he exactly did. What that's it, what you did that's exactly what it was but I get it I I completely got it because I think sometimes I know if I ask somebody I don't know I, I it's hard for me because if I ask somebody how are you doing. Depending on the contentiousness of that relationship already, sometimes that I'm great seems a bit facetious and um, almost antagonizing. You can't police that, though. I didn't say I was policing it. Okay. What I'm saying That's is... That's how you digest it. What I'm saying is is that they have already had a history. Like, Lil Yachty heard what Joe Budden had to say about him after he made that statement about Biggie. So you, he was coming in there mad, defensive. <laughs> right. But he, Joe was coming in mad, but Yachty yeah. was also coming in he defensive. He was very defensive. He was. So to mm-hmm. me, I think that I'm great, I'm happy, you're bothered thing is, was a little contrived. antagonizing. What, mm. I, what I found the most interesting tidbit from the first half of that interview is when they asked him... what. Uh, what I found was that when Lil Yachty did not know what kind of deal he was signed to, that was the biggest red flag to me. Right. Like, you're so happy you're earning all this money, but you don't even know if you're in a 360 deal. Like, he does not know. And that's where Joe was the coming logistics from. You don't even of... know the business. But yeah, right, right. So that's, that's the part I want to bring <laughs> up because the question is, have you been in a situation where someone who is older in the same field as you has not necessarily praised you, but corrected you, but didn't know how to communicate that? Absolutely. Because... Joe, I've been challenged before yeah, from journalists, Joe, I mean, but was, not in that manner. Yeah, it's yeah. never been anything that aggressive. That could have been handled very. The aggressiveness was the issue well, because it's he could have been like, "It's hip hop," but like that's at the hip-hop. underbelly of hip hop. And Joe was never one of those little yachty type rappers. Like they said in the interview, Joe, when you were coming out and up. You rapped what was already, you know, out there. Lil Yachty and, and Joe also had an issue with the album cover. Yeah. Um be- I don't. <laughs> because Yachty said it was his idea and Joe is insisting it's the label's idea. Right. And and this 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 the becomes... album cover, if you haven't seen it, it just has a whole bunch of disenfranchised different it has like types. A gay couple it's a gay couple, somebody with vitiligo, yeah. disabled. Like it's it's got a little bit of I mean it's a, a melting great, I think it's a great I like statement. The cover. It, it is, but I understand I understand Joe's jadedness. I never want to be that old person, and I think that in order because Joe a, never reached what he wanted to, to reach exactly. Right. Like in order to be a, he was on love and hip hop effective in whatever message Joe is trying. If he's trying to teach the kids something or that's not the way to do it Mm -hmm. and i've had men quote unquote mentors or older people in certain fields that just truly i'm just like i'm not receptive to this right how can you ever that hard he was red um, not not that hard because again that's but that's, pretty that's hard it. but mm-hmm. pretty hard like that one job that, that you have one, with that, exactly yeah, with that lady um and and <laughs> no because I've heard about this mm-hmm. and she was terrible yeah. and some of the things that she said to me it's like well I don't even want to do this I had right. one I can only think of one instance and it was with um the second internship I did in undergrad it was for a morning show in Chicago and the person who I had to report to. I felt like she believed in me. She was a, an Indian woman, not Indian as a Native American, but Indian as an Indian. Um, and I felt like she believed in me and saw my potential, but she rolled my ass 
and crit was so hypercrit over the smallest mm. things. I would get reprimanded because she thought I was wearing too much perfume on, on Tuesday. Like, is this real life right now? To the point where I took, you know, with internships, you have to take matters into your own hands. So my schedule with her was daytime. I think it was like from 10 to 4. And I went, I did kind of cross the line, but whatever. <laughs> I went above her head. I went above her head and I asked, could I uh, do double duty? Meaning, can I still come in for her uh for her shift, which was strictly production, but I also would want to would like to be present for the morning show. And the morning show was like call time four a.m. We're done by ten because that being, is what I want to do. You're being proactive in what do. you want to do in your career. <laughs> I wasn't trying and to be a producer. Any good mentor, and she did not. She when I tell you, receptive to that. She yeah. would stop things like we'd be operating the teleprompter. And I would be, I would have nothing to say to her though. I could have worked on my energy, but I had nothing to say to her because she was such a bitch to me. Yeah. And I would just be operating the teleprompter and she would knock my hand off the mouse and be like, Oh my God. You seem like you don't want to be here. And I said, I'm not going to say her name, but I'm like, sit. You know, like I'm here, I'm doing the work. I don't have any small talk for you. That's, That's all like it is. That's abusive. Well, like. she, she was, she wrote, but I was in no position to drop or switch that internship it was my final semester in undergrad and i had moved back home so it would have been like okay now what are you gonna but do I, think, I was uh, you know i was graduating I think in terms of, you mentioned it because i think in the yachty situation and a lot of these situations you really because a lot of times we go into these things very green and we and we mm -hmm. and we're looking for someone to look up to and and to take and to kind of guide us yeah. yes but they're jealous they are yes and a lot of and people are jaded and what i learned in news when i specifically in a newsroom which i thought was so weird is a lot of the producers used to want to be talent and a lot of the talent started from production uh -huh. so mm -hmm. the jadedness when you come in fresh-faced with your notepad and, and you're you ready to you're be talent, climb up the ranks and they're like oh, no, no, no. i'm jaded because this never happened for Absolutely. me so i'm gonna ride you your ass to, it's, it's work politics and especially in the entertainment industry um you just have to be cognizant of it you really mm -hmm. do and and and, and there's I never, no blueprint there's I no way to navigate want to walk in somewhere assuming anyone is jealous of me or wants my spot or or thinks that I'm taking their spot i think it's those certain situations that you have to navigate and figure out um but in this specific situation joe was clearly jaded angry angry hostile, whatever the case may be. But I also think that Yachty was antagonizing and young, and he has that right. He can be a carefree. He's, he's 19. Carefree, right? happy boy. 19. I, I, At 19, I had a, a huge chip on my damn shoulder, too. You all, you all old, failed old-timer right. aren't going to sit up here and yell right. at me. right. I got all access to anything. I was just at he the was Met, Met Gala. Gala. Right. That's how the anybody started. Anybody who's anybody was there. That's how you, I got access. Joe's <laughs> co-host led into the interview saying none of us were important enough to get an invite. Right. So I don't think that rang well with Joe either. And Yachty let it fly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she, like, she, yeah. she said it. I was there. Um, take the picture. And in that. certain instances, this is specifically to the young people. <laughs> you, you know, you don't have to take workplace abuse, but in certain instances like mine... She was the only person I answered to. You gotta figure it there out. There was no right. I had to figure, yeah. it, out. figure it out. There yeah. was no person B. She was in charge of the interns. It was just her. It was just me. There were no other interns. I was the only one for that semester. Oh Lord. Oh yes. The only well, I was in production. There were people in promo and marketing, but that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, but that's the only person. The point I'm trying to make is that's the only person. The only option that I had. So I had to grit my teeth. For like four months and be like, oh my God, I got to deal with this bitch. And then she'd call me sometimes. Like, I had to deal with <laughs> And it. what I will say to that is, is that we, I think we live in a, we live in a PC culture right now. We live in a, in a culture of a, of a go to HR. Nobody has to take this. And I, I get that. Uh, but mm. listen to me. 
we, we've all had we've all had to grit our teeth in some regard. What when you take that opportunity to go to an do that in your exit interview. Mm-hmm. Make sure somebody knows the abuse or or what you went mm-hmm. through to to hopefully make because because what I don't want to say is that you just have to go through it. Hopefully the next generation doesn't. Yeah. But but going to age the, the way politics don't are burn set a bridge. up, you don't not burn only a burn a bridge. Oh, we don't want to hire her. She da 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 da. But also, you can mess around and lose your internship. People will find a way. If they want to get rid of you, they will find mm-hmm. a way to get rid of you. Take it from someone who has it's happened and, and to. Watch the last bullies. season of Being Mary Jane. Yes. So um, <laughs> yeah, but I actually have, that reminded me of that because what's her name again? Rhonda. Rhonda. And that's the Rhonda. Jealous. Right. Mary Jane walked in like this is my idol. And she's scrutinized, or she's, she's excited for her. this woman, and and this woman is hitting her with every curveball mm-hmm. you can throw. Hiring producers that's fired it her happens. in the past, yep. like it was bad. And it, it does, it, it happens. It truly that's happens. real life. In it every sense, have you yeah. had to deal? Because Kendall, you dealt with it with the woman. I dealt it with it with Am. I'm just gonna say her initials, Am. And then have you? Um, yeah, this particular person. Um, so I, when I kind of transitioned into. I guess community work, if you will. I don't even know what it's called. Um, when I started working with like HIV. Like community outreach. Yeah, community outreach and stuff. I didn't come from like getting a degree in, you know, um, political science and all this. Like I come from entertainment. So people didn't necessarily take me seriously, but I had a vision and I was like, all right, well, I see what's going wrong in these different elements. And so I was like, all right, well, how can I take what I know and make it more appealing to people who are like me? Um, and a lot of the times at the beginning, it was very hard to do things because people were like, well, who is this West Hollywood kid coming up here trying mm-hmm. to come into our advocacy territory? And I'm Who has like, no clout, no receipts. Right, no you know? receipts, nothing. Yeah. And so a lot of the um, people who are older than me kind of questioned me and my motives. Like, are you just here to – I remember some person in particular saying, are you just here to be famous and then um, gonna, you're going to disappear in two years? And you're just gonna well, they a, probably asked that because someone before you, right, 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 have, right. might have done that. But that was my intention, that. and a lot of people and milked and, that cow of advocacy, uh-huh. and then went on to right, right, right to do whatever. Yeah. So I remember one person in particular. We had a huge falling out um, at a particular event, and he, oh, this was in public. This was, oh, it was, it was in public, um, and he's older than me, and he, he. I remember saying that he would never support anything that I do ever again. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, so I just kept on doing my thing, doing kiss and tell and stuff like that. And then uh, eventually he just joined on board because he was like, oh, but he still questions me to this day. You millennials, you millennials. I remember one time I almost stabbed him in the throat with the pen. Oh. oh. Not literally. I wanted to, but I didn't move. But he basically told me like, oh, well, he didn't know how I had a degree. And he was like, oh, you have a degree? Good thing you have something to fall back on. This wasn't my fallback plan. Yeah. What I'm doing. Like, this is not the fallback. Like, this, I couldn't because I, when I graduated in 2K10, people were getting fired on floors. Like, whole floors are being oh, fired. Oh, yeah. It's still so, happening. Right. It's still happening. And we so, don't know like, what's going to happen. My in college Trump's degree America. is a piece of paper to me. <laughs> if I could get a refund, I would. But it's just like, it's. People are cutting it's, the cord. It's just. Yeah. These older generations, they don't get it because yeah, they're, I, I don't they're think accustomed they get it. And to, I think you know, you go to college, you do your four years, you get a job. Well, someone did a thread on that saying that baby boomers will sabotage you because they, they will they and i think i think they are a bit jaded but i but uh, but i think they're, but their politics are different like right grit your teeth versus how you are you or i or jace might leave a job because it's just emotionally overwhelmed like that's not that generation they you, you deal, deal with and, it and i you believe that you they have, have some i think life. they have mm-hmm. some some truth there and yeah. i think that we have some reality in, in what we, yes. we experience it's the middle ground um and there there are more options when i hear that that the trajectory for the projection i'm sorry for our generation 
to in in what how many careers will go through or how many different fields will go through is like nineteen to twenty four. Oh, well, my friend could, has a new job every I mean, year. My 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 parents have I don't worked want in the that to same be field. Mm-hmm. For, I don't know me either. I want to work in the same the- field. Doing what I love, I like. I, I'm yeah, not trying no, to have a different no. job every. Yeah, no, I need a I, but concise resume. But when I think resume. about it, at 24, I've been through like five or six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, they're still always threaded along that field, though, right? No, I came from politics to to entertainment now. Right. Mm. I was working. I've on been the, consistent. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> I worked from the hill to the gap to here, like yeah. to community work. Yes, yeah. gap. <laughs> I've only done cosmetics and broadcast. Listen. But those have literally been the only two of my working yeah. history for like 20 years. Well, 10. Yeah, don't. Sharby is trying to act like she's 42. 10. Auntie Shar. Um, I think the moral of this whole topic is always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. paper. Mm-hmm. Do what works. For, and I think Yachty did say that. He was like, I know how to do it. Like, I'm right. just out here doing, I mean, and does he? But, you know, <laughs> Only let, time but let, let them make their mistakes. And I Get think that Joe's ad. abrasive uh, approach just wasn't the way. If, if yeah. he was really, it's isolating. If he was, if he and was really interested in helping him, that wasn't the way to do I it. Been no, he was interested in <laughs> criticizing him. He was not interested in helping that boy. He was yeah. interested in criticizing him. That's all it was. Um, yeah. So that was my topic. So we're going to go into our interview with Miss Monique Samuels right now. Well, welcome, welcome, Monique Samuels. We're here on Kiss and Tell Radio. And this is a special interview because I actually know Monique, her brother, little brother, correct? Yes, that's my baby. Baby brother, it's yeah, Jesus. Kevin. So Kevin went to Chapman University. I went to Cal State Fullerton. My sister went to um, Chapman University, so I was always on their campus for, geez, that was like 10 years ago. Oh, yes. Um, oh, geez. Ooh, you know. Oh, you tell me your age tell now. Tell me your age. I was like, ooh, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> no, maybe it's, no, she started after me because Kevin's younger than me as well. And so it was eight years ago, and me and Kevin have been cool. And so we hung out on uh, New Year's this year, and he was like, oh, my sister's going to be a new housewife. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So he um, actually planned a little party and everything like that at the house for the premiere for the second episode, because you were on the first one. Um, the second episode came out, and we went and fellowship and had wine and cheer. You were on the East Coast when Potomac premiered? No, 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 no. I was here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was here in LA. So Kevin lives in LA with my other friend Jordan and her other sister as well. Oh. Um, Yeah, they're all this all family all over the West Coast, Monique. Mm -hmm. I know. They left me. And they're trying to get me to move out there. Mm -hmm. But I don't like bipolar weather. Well, you're on the East Coast. LA it's like is pretty winter in the nighttime and summer in the daytime. I can't do it. Girl, LA is fairly consistent compared to, to the East Coast. Well, the East Coast can be consistent too. Consistently yeah, cold. Yeah. 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 I like my four seasons. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I do have to personally thank you. I know you didn't have a hand in, in casting, but whew, anything is better than Katie Ross. Oh, my I'm goodness. <laughs> Hold on, let me sit up in my seat. You are uh, a breath okay. of fresh air. Thank Get you. Get all professional and stuff. Mm-hmm. The political answer would be, I'm very happy to be here, and I'm happy they chose me. Correct. I mean, Media train. Th- this isn't that show. This is not that show, Monique. When I tell oh, you, yeah. Katie. Oh, yeah. Well, in that case, I was tired of hearing a woman beg to get married. So, personally, Same. I was just pecked. You know, I think they could have, anything could have been better. Anything yeah. could have been better. Yeah. To be honest. She seemed like a sweet girl, but oh, my goodness. She was my least favorite cast member last uh, last uh, season. She wore me thin. Yeah, it was like the same thing over and over again. So when we get married, so when we get married, oh my God, if I would have did that to my husband, he would not be my husband right now. That's that's why she doesn't have one either. She still doesn't have the (laughs) ring. 
So yeah, why did had you? Back. <laughs> so when Bravo approached you to be on the show, what kind of um, uh, made you want to join the show? What did you want to bring to the Housewives of El Potomac? Because you were in New Jersey at, at the time when they approached you, correct? No, I was no. I live in this area. Um, I've been here for what thirteen years. Oh, um, wow. 13, 14 years. But yeah, no. When they Jersey. actually approached me, I was visiting my mom in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just at first I was just like no. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was watching season one and I was just like, you know what? I think they need a little bit more realness and yes. I think I can give them that, you know? And also when I first watched the show and I'm here in Potomac, cause I have friends in Potomac and I knew what Potomac, I know what Potomac means. Mm-hmm. It's almost like saying, yeah, I live in Orange County or I live in Beverly Hills, you know? So mm-hmm. I was expecting to see more of that. And when I didn't see not a one Maserati, not a one Lamborghini, Oops. not I was just like, what's going on? Potomac <laughs> has much more than this. But um, this sounds very yeah, Giselle so, of you. And, they got a, they got a Corolla. I, like, I like more conservative drama. Like I'm yeah. not about to be putting my hands on nobody unless they put their hands on gotcha. me first. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Um, you know, I thought I was like, I, I think I could bring a little something to this. Well, you know what, Monique, I, I have to tell you, you made the ideal decision because if anybody ever approached me for any sort of franchise, the Real Housewives is a direction to go. You don't want to be oh. on Football oh. Wives or a Basketball and that's no shade to nah. those shows. But the Real right. Housewives is le creme of le croc when it comes to ensemble <laughs> cast. And she's actually a Real Housewife. <laughs> right. Most I mean, of them right, are not right, even married. Right. It's true. And that's what I also was thinking was, you know what? Um, so many times we see these women on there and they ain't got no man or a husband and they're not doing anything. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I am, if, if you look up what a housewife means, that is me to the fullest. I make sure all the <laughs> bills are paid on time. I check the mail. I handle all the Goals. business in the office. I handle my husband and my kids. Goals. I'm doing it all. You look like all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this office is very convincing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I know you all can't see, but Monique has a very nice home office. The colors all flow well together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The wall yeah. is glossy. That it's leather. All, is, is that a marble wall behind what, you? What is that? No, it's actually cork. It's wallpaper. It's like oh. a cork. Oh. And it has like a little metallic in it. I like so, it. Yeah. It's Come good. on, textures. I like it. Right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Uh-uh. So you and Chris, you guys have been married for how long? Five years. Five years. Five and two years. kids. Uh-huh. And you're planning on more from what I saw. Yes. I just binge watched uh, Potomac. I was behind on three episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so you caught up. So you already know what time it is. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you all are in somewhat of a yes. tough time slot. After following up the the Atlanta Housewives and competing at the time with Feud on FX and the Kardashians, that's a tough Sunday night time slot to be in. Oh yes, it is. Yes, it is. They um they followed Atlanta their first season, and now we're coming in with the second season at the end of Atlanta. So yes. we got to see what it's gonna look like after Atlanta's done with that fourth. We reunion. got one more show. week. With that fourth reunion, you know, right? Because right. like. the Lillians <laughs> are important. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but I do love you and Chris's relationship because even when we FaceTimed before, he was walking around with the face mask on and the yes. dog or something. I was like, who is this big old man walking around the house with a face mask? Talking about, hey, what's up? I, like, I can appreciate a man that takes care of himself. Amen. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. I can really appreciate Don't nobody want no ragamuffin <laughs> no. walking around the house with no. craters on your face? Hey, who wants is a big to do dude. That? Ain't nothing worse than a big stinky man. My husband's always smelling good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go. How tall is he? Take care of that skin. <laughs> How tall is he? He's six six. Oh, go- so, another goal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking he's six, of six six, um, three hundred forty pounds. 
He's how a big dude. Like he is ginormous. Oh. <laughs> and how tall are you, by the way? I'm five seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's cute. So yes. Uh, so speaking of you being uh, your your marriage, um, you we talked about why you decided to join the show, but were there any reservations? We know that reality shows can sometimes have a curse on the marriage um, mm-hmm. historically. So oh. <laughs> did, did you guys you know have what? any reservations about honest, you doing that? I think those in those situations, I really feel like there were already issues that were probably hidden. And mm-hmm. reality does put a spotlight on whatever your issues are. Mm-hmm. So um, Chris and I, we keep it real with each other. We're not perfect. We get into it, trust me. And my husband, I mean, he's an ex-football player. He has a temper tantrum and he has a very high temper. Mm-hmm. So it's like when when that time happens, I have to be the smart person to say, you know what? Even though I'm Miss Mouth Almighty, I need to go sit down somewhere, <laughs> let him cool down and, and be smart enough to have the conversation at another time. Mm-hmm. But um, we our communication is is very strong. So um, I think that's important. As long as we keep the lines of communication open, I don't think there's anything that can mess us up. And I'll tell you one thing, before I choose anything over my marriage, I would choose not to do the show. So Mm -hmm. my marriage and my family come first. That's what's most important. And if I feel it's getting to a point where it's interfering with what we have, then I'm going to be like, deuce. (laughs) And you spoke to that when you all went out to eat with your mother-in-law. Ooh, that episode was a juicy one. <laughs> you, you spoke to, as far as the clear lines of communication between you and your husband and how you have this mouth on you. I mean, who doesn't? We all can argue no, someone the Char, house you down. you have a mouth on oh, you. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I can... and I think with Chris, he is a, he's such a sweet guy. Like, he's so nice and everything is just like baby this and baby that. Mm. And if he asks me for something, I'm just like, you don't see it? It's looking right there. It's right there in front of you. How could you not see this? And, you know, he's like, why couldn't you just say, baby, it's right here. And I'm like, I don't talk like that. Right. That's not the way <laughs> you know? I think. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just, I had to learn how to speak his language. He's from the South. He's a Southern gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he kind of calms me down. He settles me down. And I kind of pick him up. So we balance each other. I live. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it took a long time to get to this point where we actually can have a conversation and it's not a bunch of misunderstanding or I'm just being sarcastic and ignorant. Right. Yeah. Well, I have to say, just shifting gears, my money, mm-hmm. if it boils down to you or Sharice for the for the uh for the queen of hip hop the reigning queen of hip hop <laughs> my money is on you she has bars <laughs> she has bars now listen Sharice was spinning her 16 yeah, bars she, last she season and she she, she opened up you know but when but Mon- was it at high tea though no it was not at high tea <laughs> and it was not as good Monique's flow is sick no oh thank you yeah, you can you really rap me and Sharice have two totally different styles yeah Sharice is like the 80s rap- <laughs> Sharice raps like Dougie Fresh and and Rev Run and all of them. Hey, that's where it started though. It, that's it, where it, it all started. It did. I love it. <laughs> so what was your what was your uh music group's name? I, I now from my understanding from the show, you come from a trio because you left college to start uh to pursue your uh dreams in music. And right. so what was your group's name? Do you sing as well or do you only rap? Were you like the left eye? Like what what tell me about that? Yeah, so to be honest. I really cannot remember the name of that group. And that is so Girl. sad. I've been picking my brain. <laughs> I my sister. I was like, yo, what the heck was the name of our group? You just don't want us and Googling those old remember. pictures. So that just shows you how successful that was. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, um, I once I started pursuing by myself, I was Hazel. and okay. But during the singing group, yeah, I was kind of like the left eye of the group. Um, and I could carry a little note at the time. 
I don't know if I can carry a note now. I can't sing anymore. Like my voice is just gone. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I was a little background singer. Okay. I, I got my little background on. But uh, but yeah, I was like the little you know the left eye of the group. That's okay. cute. I really liked that. That that did that was a a breath. You and what you bring to the show really is a breath of it fresh is. air because everyone's yeah. so like it is. It is exactly what you said. You bring some some realness. Yeah. Um, with some class. Thank um, you. I, I have four homes. A little classy, a little hood. <laughs> I have four homes. That was my favorite tagline when Giselle tried you and said you don't have a home. You said I have four. Uh, four homes. To be clear. Oh my god. <laughs> that, was just, that was just she was just being shady, and I felt that as soon as she said it, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. but she just don't understand like the type of person I am. And it's funny, some of the feedback I've been getting, uh, some of the people, the viewers, they're just like, you know, is this really how you are? Are you being extra for the camera? And I was like, no, this is how I am all day long. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm the nicest person, but if you try to get slick or ugly with me, I'm ultra petty. I will <laughs> no. you now, out the I door. Tell. Like, I that's tell. just how we are. My family, we join all day long. Uh-huh. Well, you all are spades players, so that tells me all that I need to sense. know. <laughs> now, do you agree with Karen when she says that Giselle's just trying to haze the new girl? That's not haze. That's hate. <laughs> <laughs> that's straight hate. Hateration. We, start, we ain't calling her Giselle no more. We're going to call her Giselleus. Hashtag Giselles. Hashtag Giselles tonight. Yeah, I could tell yeah, that you were that's, not that's faking exactly for. What it is. She can she can use that old hazing crap back in college. We ain't in college. We grown behind women. Shout out to ain't Alpha no Kappa hazing. Alpha. Um, <laughs> in but your you, house. But I could tell. Food. I could tell that you were not faking for the cameras. You or Gigi um, during the last Sunday's most recent episode. And I was just saying before we got you on the Skype, I was saying that all of the food was just, it just looked so appealing and so good. Like you guys had the pants lined up <laughs> mm-hmm. and the and the meats and the corn on the cob. And Cooked the, by Monique, not catered. I mean, can I get an invite? Damn. Oh, like the, I saw the Laurie's too on the counter, the season salt. <laughs> Oh yeah, I be using that large and everything. <laughs> but no, it's funny because can you just just imagine for one second, you got a group of about 20, 25 people coming to your house and you're up since probably seven, eight o'clock in the morning cooking, mm. all day long cooking, and you got two young kids. So and then you got the cameras in the house and all these other things. I put my dang on foot in that food. My husband's out on the grill outside. It was 90 degrees that day and humid. And he is outside mm. slaving over that grill, cooking like all the meats, all the ribs, and everything. Mm. And then you come up in my house with a dang on coat on, and it's ninety degrees outside. <laughs> and then you acting real stank and ugly. And I'm just like, come on. But the like, funk was cute, though. I, I will say that her attitude was funky. She's like that dang on the. Uh, oh. You remember that old school gum? What was it called? Candy Stripes? The Zebra Stripes. Oh, yeah. The Zebra. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do they still oh, sell yeah. that? Yeah. Probably at yeah, Toys mm-hmm. R Us. That's what it looked like. Honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, I'm serious. In the checkout line? <laughs> Looking like diabetes. Giselle and her sidekick. I don't mind Giselle's oh, sidekick. God. I don't really care for Sharice's uh, sidekick, Sheldon. They do a lot. Sheldon is always on 100. And let me tell you, one thing I do like about Sheldon is that is genuinely him. Yes. That is how he is mm-hmm. all Well, I will time. tip my hat to that. I will yes, definitely I tip my hat to that. to be around Sheldon because he is always happy and he he be reading folks. Oh my God, he is funny. <laughs> oh, oh, you he like really that, is. I love Sheldon. Of I course. Do. That is hilarious. Yeah. So this is an LGBT show. It's totally kind of tie in pop culture to like social issues and stuff like that. And from my understanding, uh-huh. you have two LGBT siblings. 
Really? Yes, I do. I so am you... only in the middle, and I'm the only one straight. The only, <laughs> the only straight girl, and how rare is that? Um, so how was that kind of growing up the dynamic with your siblings? Did you kind of feel out the loop or how did your parents handle that? Like, how was that dynamic in the household? No, to be honest, like all of whatever decisions they made for, uh, as far as being lesbian or gay, that came after we were already out the house. Okay. So yeah, my brother, um, he didn't even come out to me until like a few months ago. Oh, wow. I always knew. But mm. he never actually told me, like, you know, we never had, like, a sit-down conversation. And come to find out, he said he sent me an email. And I was like, I ain't never get that email. <laughs> <laughs> I got so lost in drunk, man. Yeah, he thought all these years I was just avoiding the subject. And I'm thinking the same thing on his part. But um, but there was nothing. Like, I love my sister, my brother, and whoever they choose to be with and whatever lifestyle they choose for themselves. That has nothing to do with me. Now, I'm still gonna love my Tasha and Kevin. Now, Monique, <laughs> you said you said decisions, so I'm just gonna push back on that a little bit. Um, so you said oh. you you knew that that he was gay, but there was no like ex conversations had around that at, while you guys lived in the house together. Yeah, like well, when we lived in the house together, I didn't know. Okay. Didn't okay. Know. Yeah, I didn't know until after he was in college. So he chose to so, come out in college. That's right. what that's the what decisions to come out and gotcha. to address it and right. have a conversation with the family. Right. And so did my you. sister. My sister chose to come out when she was almost grad. She almost she was about to graduate from college, if I remember correctly. Um, but I never knew. Wow. And, and I don't know. I, like they never showed me any signs. There was never the only thing about my brother. We used to always say he act like a girl. But I just more so thought, all right, he has, he has two older today. siblings. So he so, had a feminine he twist. A yeah. So, and his siblings were sisters, and we picked on him all the time. So, but he never was a flamboyant kid, you know? So what? I never, it. it was never any sign there. He had a limp yeah. wrist every once in a while, but that was about it, right? Right, he just had a, a feminine twist. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and Pretty they decided much. to come out, just so we clarify that with wordplay, decided mm -hmm. to come out, listeners. Right. So yes. how is it today with you guys? I mean, you guys, I saw a um, National Sibling Day picture on your Instagram. Are you guys just all yeah. just like nitty gritty or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like when I tell you nothing has changed mm -hmm. besides the fact That's that they good. came out. <laughs> That's really nothing. Good. Absolutely nothing. And we just laugh and joke all the time. Like, you know, it was funny. You know, I don't know if I should tell the story. My brother might get mad at me. Your mother or your brother? My brother. Oh. <laughs> I'll just tell it anyway. This is a safe space. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he'll get upset. But we make jokes all the time. So one day he was telling me that he thought that he had a nut allergy. And I was like, Well, what makes you think <laughs> <laughs> He said every time he ate peanuts, he would his throat would start itching and he just felt really weird. So I was like, Well, it's not ironic. Ooh. <laughs> like, we just bust out laughing. We're all laughing, and my sister's like, "What?" I said, "Kevin said he has a nut allergy." I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> yeah. Now I can't wait to wait. see her. Well, we just laugh and joke all the time, you know. If you're and that, I, if you're sister, this fast, I, I tell her all the time. I always wanted an older brother, uh -huh. and um, and I would tell my my husband, I was like, "Yeah, I always wanted an older brother," and my husband's like. Well, yeah, you got Tasha. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Tasha must be stud like. She's it's Tasha, she, she sort of is and sort of isn't. But yeah, Tasha is more, she used to be very girly and she was always laid, dressed nice and all of that. So now she's like uh, a little bit more like Tiana uh, Taylor. I don't know if I want to say I, Butch, mm, but yeah. Like yeah, a Tiana, sister, like she walks a fine line with up. Tiana Taylor. No. Tiana Taylor is not the most feminine woman. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
That's is, all I am saying. I sit, on, I sit on this show. I do not co-sign everything said. I said what I said. <laughs> that when I when I think someone who walks a fine line, the example that comes to my my mind physically walks a fine line would be like a Tiana Taylor, maybe even an Aaliyah. I mean, you know, a, well, well, that's that's like a tomboy. <laughs> that's a tomboyish, you know, Debrat, Debrat, Tat Tat. She's more Debrat. She's Debrat. So she's more like Debrat, Tat Tat. Yeah. But Aaliyah, I love Aaliyah. I'm a glam time boy, just like her. Hello. Love her. Yeah, Science I didn't say room. anything was wrong with it. So work out. <laughs> work out, sis. Cool. So what's next for Monique Samuel? So are you guys done filming the season already? or? Oh, yeah. We, we finished filming a long time ago. Okay, we were okay. just waiting. Just, like, all right, waiting. when are we going to get an air date? <laughs> yeah. Pin, pin, pin. So what's yeah, next? Yeah. Uh, what's right, next? Did you guys do the reunion? I'm sorry? Did you all do the reunion yet? No, no, not until we've watched enough episodes. So, so we're watching right with y'all. Right. You know, we mm. get the episode a few days before. Okay. Um, only so we can write our blog. Right. right. And then we're pretty much watching with y'all. So I don't, I'm, you know, we just finished episode five. I haven't seen episode six yet. Are you having fun? Yeah, I'm definitely having fun. Yeah. Look, if I, I can clown people all day long, what? Yeah, <laughs> get a check. Yeah, Sign me up, right. My husband won't let me clown him, so. You're my kind of girl, Monique. They, they all getting the residual clown. True. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I, I'm loving this. This has been fun. So are there any solo projects or, or endeavors coming up for you? What's next for MS? Oh, so what I want to do, what I'm actually working on, um, I want to do a nonprofit that is mentorship and leadership um, for women, for young women, older women, whomever needs it. But um, it's going to be called I'm Boss Foundation. Okay. And um, Boss is an acronym for Beating Odds, Setting Standards. Okay. So I'm working on doing like a ladies luncheon. And um, since I'm from New Jersey, I would like to start there. And I uh, have some of my cast members maybe come with me and talk to some people about just trying to uh, change the mentality. You know, if mm-hmm. you can change your mindset, you can change your generation. Will you invite so, Giselle? Um, I'm sorry? Will you invite Giselle? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> said, excuse me? She's beyond mentoring. Okay. Oh, no. So, Monique, <laughs> since, since, we're, since we're winding things down, I have to ask you what I always ask all of the reality girls. Uh, who is your favorite castmate and who's your least favorite? Oh, that's easy. Other than my yourself. favorite is Sharice. My least favorite is Giselle. Okay. Sharice. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed Sharice. Sharice introduced you to the show, didn't she? She did. But let me tell y'all, the Sharice that you got to know in season one is not the Sharice that I know. Okay. Mm. I don't know who that was. Okay. She's, she's developed. My girl, Sharice, I literally, before I came downstairs, we were on the phone for an hour. I was like, girl, I got to go. I got to get on this radio. And um, <laughs> we talk every day. Okay. Yeah, we talk every single day. And I told her, as soon as I was done with y'all, I would call her back. Yes. We get on the phone and, and we talk about not even just the show. We talk about so many different things. She gives me good advice. That's you know, good. she's a good person. And um, like, she's so genuine. She's so real. And she loves so hard, but you better not ever cross her. Ooh. You get on her bad side, you ain't coming back. <laughs> What's Sharice's zodiac sign? Do you know? Um, she is. Her birthday's July sixteenth. What is so that? So what is that? Leo? That's not Leo. What's right before Leo? Or a Cancer? 
Aquarius. <laughs> I did the same thing. Is it in order? Yeah, yeah. Cancer. Cancer. Oh. Leo Virgo. No, you're not big. You're not big on uh, Zodiac. No, he was like five when it came out. I know the song though. I just didn't know it was just sung in order. Saying. Focus on the interview. <laughs> Capricorn. I'm January. By the way, have you so been to Oz? Have you been to Oz the restaurant? Right. Oz, have yeah. you been to Oz, the um, Australian Ashley's restaurant, restaurant. Ashley's restaurant oh, yeah. with her husband? Yeah, I've been there a few times. I've been there at least five times. Um, I love her food. See, I never went before she revamped her menu. Mm. So I don't know what the food used so to you taste So you don't like. know what the kangaroo jerky and the emu sliders taste like? I had the kangaroo jerky, and it actually is pretty good. It's actually really good. Mm. Um, And I, I get the bison when I go. I love yeah, bison. Good. Bison. Yeah, bison's good. I get that cooked medium. Oh, yes. I've had a bison burger. Kale salad. It's so good. That's some fun records, though. And she had something called emu tartare. I said no thanks. Emu I only tartar. like my tartare with yeah, fish. I'm not. I'm not messing with no emu. Yeah. <laughs> That's too big of a bird for me. Okay. I need to be able to pick up my bird. <laughs> chicken or turkey. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. <laughs> Mustard. So yeah, we're gonna wrap this up real quick. But thank you for coming and talking to us. Congrats on the show. Okay. Congrats on all your thank endeavors. You. We love watching you. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Y'all are y'all are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You are too. Um, so, what is your Instagram handle? Your Twitter handle? Like, where can we find you guys? Or because I know it's Miss Mo, Miss M Samuels. No, all right. So my Twitter is I am Mrs. Samuels. Okay. And then my uh, Instagram is Mrs. Monique Samuels. Uh, and I got a blue check. Hey, verified. Hey, verified. Both. <laughs> verified. But yeah, yep. So my uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram and Twitter is what I use the most. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page, but my personal Facebook is Chris Hyphen Monique Samuels. So I just accept whomever, whoever wants to friend me, oh, come on and be my friend. Come through. <laughs> I maxed out on five thousand. Well, thank you for joining us today, Monique. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank y'all for it having was me. Fun. It's Thank real. you. Let me know when y'all want me to come back. I'm here. Let oh, us yeah. know when you're in town. How look, about that? Look. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I will. Win. Most definitely. All right, girl. <laughs> All right, take care. All right. <laughs> See y'all later. Bye. Now let's get into this week's shout out. Cool. So this week's shout out goes to DJ Zeke Thomas. So last month was Sexual Soul Awareness Month. And last uh, Tuesday, I believe, he went on Good Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. And he basically came forward and talked about his sexual soul um, situation. This is legendary Isaiah Thomas' son. son. NBA player. Yes. Um, And so he came on Good Morning America and went with the story. He did a PSA. And he uh, just part of awareness of the topic. He said once it happened when he was... um, 14? I want to say 12. He was young. It was as some a child and as an adult. Yeah, yeah. And the second time was last year on a Grinder app. If you guys know what Grinder is, it's one of those social apps that we have out there. Um, but the story That's kind of sex. It's a hookup app. It could be used for multiple facets. I should get get. It kicked, can. Uh huh. Oh. I get kicked I off know. there because I have my website on there, and they're less like, no, you can't advertise. Okay. But Jack but people advertising they Badussi's all up in there. Hello, okay. hello, Badussi is all that this word has to drugs, be. all that. Um, people advertising they thrusty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Ooh. sorry that that's the new Twitter. My uh, closed up. I made um. the mistake of asking what a thrusty is, and 
okay, shout yeah, out but, to Denny. <laughs> first, shout out to DJ Zeke Thomas. And I, I just want to applaud his courageousness for coming forward on national television and just coming, talking about his story because I think now the time, especially with sexual assault in men, it's time to have that conversation because people are, this happens a lot more than often. And a lot of the times it's kind of pigeonholed to only women when it happens to a lot of different people. And also being a gay black man, it's necessary to have a conversation, especially with social apps, because we're all on them, whether you're man, straight, woman, whatever the case may be. A lot of people are on Tinder, Facebook, Jack, whatever the case may be. Um, so just be safe out there and just say thank you, DJ Zeke Thomas, for sharing your story. And like Kendall said, can nobody take care of you like you can. Amen. But you. Absolutely. So take take that into account. Yeah. You got to be smart when you're navigating these social apps, guys. Mm-hmm. Not I'm, and I'm not pointing you fingers. Off, are you off Tumblr yet, Char? Tumblr. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Uh, what's that thing called? Tinder. What's the thing you're always on before? Tinder. I would I cuss was, Jace out on air. It would be a shame. I have been off Tinder for months. I only oh. lasted a week. Oh, okay. I literally lasted a well, full seven days. Well, the root of that question days. was like, have you started deleting like your dating apps <laughs> due was, to the new sunshine in your life? I, I haven't been back on dating apps okay. since maybe November. Okay. And yeah, that lasted for seven days. I don't Because they seven all are just days. trying to fuck me. Seven whole days. That and I was that was not flattering or appealing to oh, me. Oh, fuck you, literally. Yes. Oh, and that was not flattering over. or... No, not fuck me over. No one can do that. No man can do that. All um, right. But, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, guys. Oh, no. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Anything else? Hashtag KHE Radio. Oh, um, what I, I also want to shout out, I know I plugged this last week, but this upcoming Monday, which is the 8th, I will be on Cita Sister. That's Ooh. hashtag C-I-T-E-A-S-I-S-T-A. And I'll be navigating a Twitter discussion regarding how trans women and cis women can better understand each other and get along, in particular black women. But this conversation is open to everyone shout uh, to girl, participate. Shout sister. Participate, y'all. All right, thanks for joining us. Bye. 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 Love you